Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader or investor. Wealth Within was voted number three for stock market podcasts globally in 2018, so I hope you enjoy listening. We cover topics from trading to investing, as well as wealth creation to ensure you can achieve your financial goals. Because as we always say, lifestyle matters. As a global leader in stock market education, you can fast track your journey towards financial freedom by studying with Wealth Within. If you'd like more information about our government accredited courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre. Please note that the information in this podcast should not be considered personal financial advice. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Doug and I'm the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. And today I thought I'd go through five rules to keep you safe in the current market conditions. I know, you know a lot of people had a lot of issues over with the coronavirus and the market meltdown, etc. over recent times. And a lot of people don't understand the market. And, and that's really evident when you look at you know, comments on our YouTube channel and people are really ignorant to how the market moves and what it does. And most people do guess at it. Um, and they think and they listen to a whole lot of noise around the market and we have done lots of podcasts around the noise of the market and making sure you're making wise decisions but i got sort of i thought let's come up with five rules or five tips to help keep you safe in these current market conditions and the first rule i have is don't take tips it's simple as that i constantly get people asking me not our students or, or, or our clients it's people on youtube facebook whatever else is what's the best stock i can buy if you had a million dollars what would you invest in right now what five stocks would you buy lot three stocks would you buy and the list goes on and on and on it's constant that you know i get emails from these people expecting me to give them advice on what to buy we get people sending me their portfolios and saying i should should i be do this oh when everything settles down this is what i want to do can you tell me if i'm doing the right thing we don't do financial advice we're a general advice we do have an australian financial services license yes we're fund managers and yes we're educators um but we don't give personal financial advice and even if we did we're not going to do that for free and i'm sure you guys don't work for free um and so to us is you know the first thing is is don't take tips you know at the end of the day tips come for free and that's exactly what they're worth um but we do get people you know whether it's on their youtube channel asking us should i buy this stock should i sell this stock we you get people on chat forums and to me the biggest mistake you can make is to take tips you should know why you're buying and why you're selling and how you're going to manage it if you don't then you're the one taking big risks and one of the things i say to people is would you give all your money to somebody with your knowledge and experience on the market to trade for you i'll say that again would you give all your money to somebody with your level of knowledge skill and experience to trade your money for you on the market and if the answer is no then why are you doing it that suggests you should get an education or you should let somebody else do it who has more knowledge and experience on the market than you do. I'm not trying to be rude to anybody, but you get my point. 
So that's our first, my first tip is just don't take tips. Um, it doesn't matter where they come from, whether it's from experts, you know, people subscribe to tipping magazines and they go, you know, they go, what's your best tip? My best tip is don't take tips. Because when you get a tip, it's uh, on a stock, it's what that person thinks at that particular day and you don't know whether they're short thinking short, medium or long term. You don't know what kind of portfolio they could be behind all that because the stocks you buy match the portfolio you're trying to create. You just don't throw stocks in a portfolio. You need to have some rhyme and reason around it and some strategy around it so that you get the goals of your portfolio and taking tips don't do doesn't do that. And when you give people tips, it gives them a false sense of reality about what might happen. And, you know, I might tell you to buy X stock today and in two days time some announcement comes out and I've changed my mind. But that person's gone out and bought that tip, bought that stock, sorry. Um, but then they don't know how to manage that. So don't take tips. Learn how to pick your own buys and sells. Um, rule number two, don't buy cheap. This is one of those things. And, we, and you know, listening to Janine and I on these podcasts and on our YouTube we constantly say to people, don't catch falling knives. And we've been saying this for two decades. And all through the GFC, people caught falling knives. Every day, every week since the GFC, everybody, people catch falling knives. During this coronavirus meltdown, people have been catching falling knives. We can't say it enough. Don't buy cheap. And cheap is two things for me. One is catching stocks that are falling away because you think they're cheap. And second one is buying stocks under a dollar because you think, well, I can make, I can buy more shares for this stock under a dollar than I can for a ten dollar stock. That's poor thinking. That's not how the market works. Um, that stock under a dollar is there because it's valued at less than a dollar. It's not doesn't have the same management and the prospects as a ten dollar stock. It's got more probability of falling than rising than a ten dollar stock. So you're actually taking high risk with your money when you're looking at cheap stocks. I see so many uneducated, ignorant people buying ten and twenty cent stocks, hoping to get rich, thinking they're doing the right thing with their money, and they're doing exactly the opposite of what they should be doing buying 10 and 5 and 7 10 cent stock hoping to for it to go up there's not a way to secure your financial future so don't buy cheap um, number three my rule uh, for my third rule sorry take time out to learn what to do rather than just hope you know and, and most people in the market I find and especially when we've seen this during the coronavirus meltdown is that uh, most people use the buy and pray method. They buy and then they pray the stock's going to go up. Um, and that's not a way to manage your portfolio, whether it's a super fund, whether it's your own personal portfolio, whether it's medium, short term, long term. Most people default to the excuse that oh, I'm buying for the long term. I don't sell. Um, and if you've read my book, you know I'm a huge, huge opponent of buy and hold. It's just not a way to make a lot of money. And um, it's the default thing, if you know what I mean. If you don't know what to do, you just default to I'm buying and holding because that's what everybody does. And just because the herd does it doesn't make it good. So uh, that's what I'd suggest. Take time out to learn what to do rather than just hope you know. And so I say, just my $30 book, Accelerate Your Wealth, It's Your Money, Your Choice, for 30 bucks. It's going to teach you how to manage a portfolio a lot better than what you are now. And I've had full-time traders read my books and go, wow, I've learned so much from a $30 book. And these are full-time traders. So if you think they're learning a lot, what would you learn by just buying a $30 book and sitting down to read it? If you fail to learn, then you're going to fail to profit from the marketplace. And 
um, as Einstein says, you know, uh, education is the progressive realization of our ignorance. So do that. So that's tip number three. Take time out to learn what to do rather than just hope, you know. Um, number four is look at the biggest, safest stocks as they will turn first, not the bottom end of the market. And what I mean by that is look for the big top 20, top 50 stocks. Whenever you have a market meltdown, the first stocks to move up are the big stocks. Everybody runs to safety. So don't look at the bottom end of the market, the cheap ones. Don't look at the ones that have fallen the most and all seem to be the cheapest, you know, like those under $10, sto under $5 stocks or under $1 stock. Look at the big safe stocks. Look at the top 20. Look at the top 20, top 50, sorry. Uh, and they will move first. They always do because people always run for safety in these in volatile times. Um, and always at the other end of the market is the big stocks turn first as well. So they tend to fall before the rest of the market does because everybody's trying to find value in smaller cap stocks when the bull runs end ending so look at big socks first um lastly my fifth rule is don't just buy because of a dividend yield now this is another big one that keeps coming up when we see market crashes like the gfc like we've seen now with the coronavirus if people go wow the banks are paying over 10 percent i gotta buy those you're not guaranteeing anything by buying anything because of a dividend yield if a dividend yield is rising to very big high levels it's simply because the stock's fallen so heavily so why would you catch a stock falling because of a dividend you might, and we saw this with Telstra, it's probably the classic example. Over 10 years, Telstra kept falling away and falling away and falling away. It fell over 60% in that 10 years, and constantly that whole 10 years, I'd go, it was a running joke in seminars that I was doing. I said, who owns Telstra? I bet you all own Telstra and Commonwealth Bank. And they all went, yeah. And I said, I bet you're all losing money on Telstra. And they'd all go, yeah. But they all bought because they paid a good dividend yield. And yet, why get a 5 6 7% dividend yield if the stock's falling 10 or 20% on you every year? It's not smart. It really not smart. When you've got a stock falling away and the dividend is increasing, it means the stock's weak. Now, don't expect at this point in time that a lot of the stocks are falling heavily because of the economic ramifications of what's going on with the coronavirus and the effect it might have on their profitability. So you'd expect their profitability of a lot of these companies to be severely affected. If that's affected, then they're not going to pay the dividend yield out at the same levels that they were in past years. So whilst you may be buying on a dividend yield now, that dividend yield is highly likely to change. Um, and they'll pay less of a dividend and you'll be losing capital so don't buy just because of a dividend you need to go for always buy because the market is going up or the stock is going up first dividend yield is is secondary or third on the list of my tick boxes okay what i need to know is the is that stock making money is it profitable what's the outlook for it is it undervalued or overvalued is it starting to trend up or not and if all of those are okay, then I'll look at the dividend. If I've got two or three shares that I could pick from that fit the first few criteria, and I'm just being really general in that criteria, I'd obviously do a hell of a lot more work on stocks on that. But if the first, roughly those first three criteria are filled, then I look at the dividend yield and go, well, okay, this one pays slightly higher dividend yield than that one. So I'll go with that one because it's paying a higher dividend yield and it's fully franked. Um, but gross stocks tend to pay less of a dividend yield than uh, more... Um, plotters, you know, obviously the plotters tend to pay a higher dividend yield because that's what they do. They, you know, like a Telstra does pay a good dividend yield. The banks generally pay a big dividend yield, uh, a much better dividend yield. 
they're very good at making money um, but some of the best growth stocks you know they don't pay very much of a dividend so you got to balance that out in your portfolio do i want all dividend stocks or do i want some growth and dividend and that's really where my book will help you out to balance all of that out but uh, so they're my sort of five rules don't take tips don't buy cheap take time out to learn um, look for the biggest safest stocks on the market and don't buy just because of a dividend yield hopefully you've enjoyed my tips um, if you've got something you want me to cover in these podcasts, please just shoot an email through to info at wealthwithin.com.au and uh, hopefully, as I said, uh, you've weathered the storm a little bit over this coronavirus and hopefully you've all you've stayed safe. Um, I know it has been a challenging time for a lot of people um, since our market high in February, but again, um, knowledge is the enemy of fear. The more you learn, the more you know, the more you can do. Um, so I'd love to teach you how to trade if that's on your radar, um, you know, because now's never been a better time to learn. But um, take care. I'll talk to you next time. You've been listening to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillen, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Wealth Within, a global leader in stock market education. For more information on our courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre.